Hi, it's Julie Story. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. This is the podcast, the comedic podcast for Babes in Journey. So get set down, sit back, relax, get the tea because it's hot today and I'm spilling it on myself. You're getting funny stories, all that after this message from my sponsor. Hello. Hi, here I am. It's me. It's you. I'm here. Oh, I just feel like I need to breathe a little bit. Oh, that's okay. I like breathe. <laughs> Had a little bit of a morning, a little bit of a moment. I actually like set up everything to like do all of this. And um, I was like, let me check my email real quick. And so I looked at my email and like I got something that just like made me feel, just made me feel, made me feel something and then I like process, I was like trying to process it. I'm like, I kind of, I want to do my video. I'm going to do my podcast. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my soul was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uno momento, por favor, senorita, you need to sit down. And I was like trying to push through it because I just felt like, no, like this is my time. And like, but my soul was like, <laughs> you need to feel some things. So, um, I went and just felt some things, like processing just stuff. I like initially felt angry. It doesn't even matter what it what it was. Like why I'm sharing it is because this is about being a journey. <laughs> Part of the journey is you don't always feel the happy vibe. Sometimes you feel the oh, just the soul. So I went and processed it. And like I realized about myself that I don't let myself feel things very often. Like I, I, in the past, like before therapy, (laughs) just, I was just like, ah, negative feeling. (laughs) Who has time for those? Just keep going. And you know, what's super fun about that. You could just stuff it. If you just stuff it and don't feel anything, it's super cool. Cause then you don't feel anything. And then eventually your soul's like, are you serious right now? You have not let me, (laughs) you've not let me be in forever. So like I went and just had a little, little bit of a moment, got my journal out, was just like processing life, just getting it out. And, um, I just started like crying, which is good. Like, I feel like, you know, like we don't ever want to like hear that somebody's crying or like that somebody's upset, but I feel like it's such a like release. I once heard that tears are like the oil on the hinges on the doors of heaven And, um, I heard that from a lady, her name's Shampo Rice and she's like ministers and beautiful, beautiful person. And, um, when I heard that, it just really resonated with me. Like, yes, like tears are good. They are like, a it's just like letting it out. And I feel so much better. Like I feel so much, I feel so much better now that I've like let it out and just process it. So being transparent in all honesty, cheers, cheers to still being a journey and it being okay and processing our feelings, just whatever they are. Doesn't matter. Just feel them. It's okay. (laughs) So, um, over the last weekend, this past weekend, you know, I try and keep you like up to date on my life because it's so interesting. I'm always doing so many cool things like laundry and stuff. So I know you just like, you need to know because it's just like, wow, Julie, can you even like have it like a normal life? You're such an influencer. I'm like, I know. Still don't have a coffee pot. So making coffee using a pot on my stove. That's how 
cool I am. Oh, my eyes are watering now. <sighs> anyway, this past weekend, my sister was having her reveal party. So she does photos for all of us. And you can see the photos on um, my Instagram, her Instagram. I always tag her in, in my photos, like those big dramatic photos that I do. That's what it's about. But we do something together where we all sit and have our photos revealed. And part of the reason that we do this, my sister and I um, are besties, of course, but and I should have her on the Julie Story Show. That would definitely add another mix. The, the, the Juju Kiki Show. Um, Keisha is what I call her. Her name's Leisha, but I call her Keisha. Long story. Anyway, um, we do this thing where we, um, support other women and we make each other, all of us women see our photos with each other because how many times have you seen a photo of yourself and immediately you go to that one area on yourself? And you just, your brain just starts going like crazy. That one area that you're like, I have an just age spot right there on my forehead. I can see it clearly. And of course, nobody ever notices it unless you point it out. That's what everybody always says about a lot of things that I point out about myself. I feel like, you know, being ugh, just so influential and just out there and so popular, um, you know, I get a lot of comments. <laughs> I don't. I'm just making it up. Um, I, I just, I feel like if I make fun of it on myself first, then a hater later on can't make fun of it if I make fun of it first. So I'm like, I see that. I already know the sunspots there. Got ya. I think one of my favorite times um, I did, I have had a couple hater comments and one thumbs down on my YouTube videos or two now. I think it's two. Oh, it's just, you know, it's a lot of pressure. Anyway, I, this one person commented on my Instagram photo this one day. It's a black and white photo, mind you. They made a comment and they're like, your eyebrows, your eyebrows are not even the same color. Like what is wrong with your eyebrows? And I was like, this is a black and white photo. Like how do you, you can't even... You can't even tell that my, even if they were the, the opposite shade, like you couldn't even tell. Why are you here? <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, I know that there's a lot of people in pain and like my empathetic heart is like, I don't want anybody to be in pain. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I just don't want to, of course, like I don't want anybody to like have, be going through things. And then sometimes I read the internet. I read on the internet and I'm like, what like why why do you have to this is why are you like this like what is what is going on that you're like this like you need to calm down like are you okay like I really resonate with Taylor Swift like are you okay like why are you saying this who's that person that's like I'm gonna think of a really nasty comment hmm and they're sitting there for like five minutes and they're like I know like why are they doing that like what is the point I feel like um I don't know. Like, it's just so curious to me. Like, if you have any thoughts about that, I'd love to know. But I, I, I kind of like resolve that the, the people that are doing that, they just have a lot going on on the inside. They're just in a lot of pain. So I really try and have a compassion for them. And at the same time, I'm like, <sighs> and also something that gets me, here's a pet peeve. This is definitely a pet peeve of mine. Especially, I think, having run a business and understanding branding and how much, like, what you put out there really does 
uh, convey something about you. So I'll be friends with various people on Facebook that are like, you know, various people in the creative industry. And randomly, I will see in their like personal fan page come up and be like, rant. Nee, 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 <laughs> like they're just typing out their rant. And I'm like, oh, like I know what I mean. I know what it's like to process things. Get a journal. Like FaceTime a friend, phone a friend, type it all out to your friend. Like get it out, but like not out in public. Don't do that. But anyway. I don't even know what I was talking about before. Um, haters creating creating content. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, we'll go on another. And oh, we're talking about brave babes and my sister's brave babe photography thing. So we like saw our photos together. Um, and why I'm telling you this story is because you know what happens every time you're about to have somebody over. Um, does it look something like you clean your house? in the most extra amount of cleaning. Like I'm not talking about just like straightening up and like hiding the laundry in the back room. I'm talking about you are wiping baseboards before people come over to your house. And what's so interesting about that is I feel like this was, this was conditioned, at least in me when I was younger. I had this super vivid memory of this one time. Um, my best friend was at the store. And I guess like this news station was like looking for people who had like pets. And so she had this cat uh, c- cats, dogs, whatever. So they came over to her house and my mom was like, she, my mom like knew there's like a news station going over there. And she's like, listen, she tells me and my sister, listen, don't know if they're going to come over here. I don't know if your mother ever made you clean before people come over, but imagine before a television crew shows up at your house. This was the most extreme, fast, crazy amount of cleaning ever. And like my mom was always that mom who before people came over, it was like, do not let people know that we live here. This needs to look like a staged house. Like nothing needs to be out. And what's so crazy about that, it's like I have carried that over not towards my kids. It's still just an expectation I have of myself. Like when we, when it's like time to start cleaning, like, you know, from the last video, it's something it is, it is, it is a very, um, it's a very, uh, intense amount of skill that it takes to inspire children to action of cleaning. And sometimes I do a great job of inspire, just really getting in there with my heart to heart and soul to soul and just inspiring them to take action. Like I straight up do Ted talks and the amount of inspiration that I give these kids. And yet they still struggle with staying inspired to completing the job at hand. But I still have this in me that when people are coming over, it is like, why can't it look like people live here, Julie? I don't know. But I'm, I think Andre and I work for three hours each. Six hours we cleaned the house. As you can see, my background here is different because I rearrange furniture. Like, what is this? Why, why can't I just live my life and invite people into my home and say, this is what it is? No, no, no. It has to be the extra, the most, the most amount of cleaning. And Andre told me, he was telling me stories about, apparently this is not um, 
this is not uncommon thing. I, but every culture, it seems, at least in white culture, and he's Puerto Rican Haitian. So he was saying his mother's Puerto Rican. So Puerto Ricans even go to the next level. They put on music. And he was like, I got woken up to cleaning Saturday music. And it's just like, just a party, a cleaning party. I guess that's how they inspire their kids to action. He's like, you got to dance while you're cleaning. And I'm like, this is not a time for a party. This is serious. Nobody can know that we live here. <laughs> Nobody can see the mess. It has to be completely and totally spotless. We have to look like HDTV, even though HDTV didn't even exist when I was younger, I don't think. But we have to look like nobody lives here. That is how we live. So when people are coming over to my house, I, I'm carrying that generational thing over. I, I hope that as time goes on that um, I'm just able to get a, like a, just a team, a cleaning team. That's like one of my goals, one of my dreams is like to have other people clean my house. I don't like cleaning the house. I don't like it. I don't like it. What's funny is like growing up, um, I was, um, I was, I was often told growing up that I was like a tornado. And I think my parents meant that in a really loving way. I think they meant like a tornado of energy and just bubbles and sparkles. <laughs> but I think what they really meant was like, I just left little debris everywhere. And I think I want to say it's because I'm creative that that's the excuse that I want to have is like, I'm creative. My, my mind is so fast processing. It doesn't have time to, to just consider petty things like, are these scissors, do they live here on the table? Do they need to go back home? That's how I always like explained it to my kids. Everything has a home. And sometimes, you know, I feel like even though my items around my house are introverts, they do need exposure to other people and things. And so just leave them out a little bit to give them some time to, to reconnect with their environment. So that's my excuse. Sometimes like I look around my house and I'm like, I can just see like the little projects that I, I have going on. And like, to me, it makes total sense. I'm like, this needs to stay out. And then I read Buzzfeed and they're like, you can, you are more genius. Like the more like messy your space is. And I'm like, obviously that's why my space is messy and I'm sure that's why your space is messy. So you're welcome. But if you've been following along my podcast and my videos, you know that we Marie Kondoed uh, last year and I still, I'm, I'm not done yet. <laughs> eight months in, it's been eight months and we're still not done. There's only one part that's left and it's the sentimental things. And I feel like it's just my sentimental stuff with the kids. And I think there's like a subconscious thing going on. Like I feel like I feel like in the time that I'm going to go through like my kids' sentimental stuff, like I feel like I'm just going to need like chocolate and just like a whole weekend of just like sad music and just like – I don't know. Like I feel like – I think I'm like subconsciously avoiding it just because I'm like – I miss the little like babies. I miss the little baby chitlins. Like how do I go through like their little kid things and like touch all their like little baby things and just, it's just, oh, I miss it when they're little. Anyway, so I cleaned the house. All that to say, I cleaned the house this weekend and <laughs> I had people over. There you go. It's a 45 minute story to tell you that. Welcome to my life. 
this is why I have a podcast and a YouTube channel. Because <laughs> it takes me 45 minutes to say I clean my house. There's like stories and backstories and side stories. This is what I do around here. So coming up in my life, first of all, I told you that my daughter was going to run for a school representative again. Isn't because we missed the deadline. I don't know how that happened. Mom failed something or other. It probably wasn't me failing. It just was like we needed to do it and then think we both forgot. Anyway, so we're not doing that. But coming up, in my life this week is Andre and Mai's four-year wedding anniversary. Oh, four years we've been married. It feels like it's been like sometimes it feels like it's only been like a year that we've been married and sometimes it feels like it's been like 50 years. Like the stuff that we've gone through in the last four years. I'm just going to pause. Sip my coffee. It just has been a lot. It's been a lot of things and like some really great things. Like I, I looked at him over the weekend. We were driving somewhere and I just looked at him and I was like, we were driving to a date. That's what it was. We were going on a date. And, um, I just looked at him. I was like, we're really good together. Like we barely ever fight. And like, I'm, you know me, I'm here. Like the authenticity is real. Like I'm, I'm trying to give it to you hot. I'm trying to give you the tea is hot on me as hot as I possibly can. Cause I want to spill it on myself. Um, but we really don't fight and it's just like, Oh, it feels really great, but it's, it hasn't come because him and I are perfect and we don't have any struggles. And like, we're just, you know, amazing. It's come from so much work and like going through so many crazy hard things, even before we were together. And like, it's taken so much just personal growth energy to get to the point where when my red buttons like are pushed, I I heard this term yesterday. I was reading a blog because I was trying to go on a little mom discovery about how to deal with um, certain struggles that your kids have. Like, how do you lead your kids through um, various character developing things? And I came across this blog um, from Danny Silk, who does Keep Your Love On. Danny Silk's awesome. He teaches a lot about relationships and stuff like that. And he was talking about how we all have big red buttons. And when I read that, I was just like, this is so true. Like, we all have things that are like, this is my thing. This is the thing that annoys the crap out of me. Like, I don't want people to do this around me. I don't want my kids to do this around me. I feel like I have like a panel sometimes of red buttons, but I've really, really worked on how do I make sure that I, even when the red buttons are pushed, that I make sure that I'm managing self. And that is why I feel like Andre and I... (laughs) Because Andre's amazing. Andre is like so easygoing. He's super chill. And like he's at he's an iceberg. So he just like he's like a duck and he's got little feet going underneath. Whereas I'm just like a confetti explosion sometimes. But we work really well together and we make each other laugh, which makes our relationship so much better. So that is coming up. And um I it's been a really wild um four years and it's been really, I feel like it's been like really untraditional four years of like 
just stuff that we've had to deal with. Like I feel like most like newlyweds don't deal with some of the things that we've had to deal with and, and the complexities of, you know, even just being a blended family. And when we got married, we already had two kids. And so, you know, there's a lot of stuff that that stretched us and, and, and helped us like mesh and grow. And it's been really great. But why I'm telling you that is like, we also with the kids celebrate something that I call our famiversary. And I've never heard this before. So I want to give it to you this term. So if you know anybody else who, you know, is, has a blended family, single parents getting married again, like give them this term because it's been such a cool thing for us, but we celebrate as a family that when we came together as a family and we call it the famiversary. And so Every year we try and do something special with the kids as well because if you've watched if you've watched my wedding video <clears throat> my kids were really involved in um, our ceremony and they were really involved in the whole process of us getting married and I would never change that like it was so special my daughter um, put on like helped me put on my shoes my daughter zipped up my dress she got ready with me um, that whole morning and my son got ready with Andre. And then I actually did a first look with my son, which was so sweet. Like it was like, it was just, it was so precious. Like I came out in my dress and he was just like, mommy, you look so beautiful. It was like so sweet. So we have a first look, um, had a first look with my son. And then during the ceremony, Andre did vows to the kids. And it's like, if you need a good, like cry moment, if you just want to like, cry your eyes out for a second, go listen to his vows to our kids. Like the kids are, it's just like, so it's so sweet and so precious. And something that, um, that we really wanted, we really wanted them to feel like, like, this is us. Like these are our kids coming together and we're going to celebrate the fact that we are coming together. And like, this is another person in their life that gets to love them and support them and inspire them. And they have so many people in their lives that are, that are there and that are um, helping them become who they're meant to be. But it's really special that, um, that, that this is somebody that they participated in, which on a sidebar, this is the craziest story. Talk about like when God speaks to your kids, this is, it felt really embarrassing at the time that it happened, but this is a crazy story. So when I met Andre, he and I were going to the same church and we would like hang out and he's a teacher. So he'd like hang out with the kids and, um, you know, he's getting to know the kids. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. Like there's, this, there's a guy here that like is super hot and he also is like really great with kids and he's just like the sweetest person. And so the kids would like hang out with him and like just all the kids at the church. And he just is really great with like kids and awesome. So one day Andre's talking with somebody else in the church lobby and I'm just kind of like standing maybe a few feet away, maybe like 10 feet away with Kai, my son. And suddenly out of nowhere, Kairos just runs up to Andre, grabs his leg, like little kids like hang on, on adults' legs. He grabs his leg and like sits down on the ground. He just looks up at him. And he goes, you're my daddy. And I was just like, what? Like we weren't even dating. We were not even dating. And I was just like, oh, what are you doing? Like, I was just like, come on, Kai. Like I was just hoping that he just somehow didn't hear because it was like, this is not even a guy I was dating. And Lo and behold, like 
Andre just has like such a father's heart anyway. So that's coming up this week. So I'm still trying to plan what I'm doing for Andre. Like I have like a few little ideas, but I would love to hear back from you. Like give me some four-year anniversary like ideas. What did you do on your four-year anniversary? What did you do on like your first year anniversary? I feel like those little anniversary things that are like, oh, you've been married a year, like give each other paper. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm not in agreement with that at all. Like all of that, I'm looking at the little things and I'm like, no, that's not, <laughs> I don't want stationary. Like, what is that? Who came, who came, it feels like, like the parent teacher conferences or the, um, the PTA, not the conferences, the PTA that sends out lists of like gifts to get for teachers. Like, did those people write the anniversary, like listing of what you're supposed to get? Because teachers don't want water bottles. And I'm not really, I haven't met another wife in my circle that's like, I just really want him to get me paper so bad. Like, no, like you, paper? (laughs) I don't know what the four-year anniversary, what I'm going to look at it. Just like, Andre, by the way, not this. Whatever's on the anniversary list thing, not this. Like, can we just jump ahead to like year 50? Diamonds. That's, I think that that would be a really fun gift or like just something sweet and sentimental, but not like lined school paper. <laughs> teachers don't want that either. Public service announcement. Teachers don't want teaching supplies as teachers appreciation gifts. Just in case you're wondering, just in case you're sitting around going, I wonder what this individual that spends all day long with 27 children and doesn't get honored in society through their paycheck. I wonder what they want. I know. I know what it is. Don't worry. I've got this. It's grand. They don't want it. In fact, we make fun of you. (laughs) The wives at home that come home or the husbands at home that come home and see all the loot that's brought home. When you give our spouses crayons, we make fun of you because um, it should be known at this point. If there's ever, has there ever been a time in your life as an adult that you would like to receive the supplies that you need for your job as a present? Like if you're like, you know, working in an office and your boss is like, I got you a present and you open it and it's printer paper and you're like thanks I need this to do my job for you they're like no problem I see you I've got you I like equate it to like does the public's employees like when they're like get a it's like a bonus time and like the managers of Publix are like I love Publix by the way Publix like the shopping the shopping center the store the grocery store in Florida and they're just like all there like, oh, we're going to appreciate Jan today. Jan's getting a promotion. Yeah, here's a stack of plastic bags, Jan. It's got the Publix logo on it and everything. Thanks for all you do. <laughs> the same thing teachers, they don't want that stuff. So um, wives, I feel like I have paper. And I feel like I'm enough of a boss babe that if I'm like want a special stationery or something, if – if I did, I would go buy it, like my Five Below journal. Bought that because I wanted that. So, yeah, so that's what's coming up. So you're going to hear more stories about that, what we kind of settle on for our anniversary. You're going to hear more kid stories later on. We're going to the cooking class again. Tomorrow I'm doing a um, 
conference, a parent-teacher conference. Don't you love parent-teacher conferences? I mean, if there's something that I wish there was more of, it's super early parent-teacher conferences just because um, those are fun. You know, those meetings where you're like, you kind of, you go in and you're like, I I love my child so much and I want them to succeed so much. And that's why I'm here at seven o'clock in the morning. I love them that much. And your kids are just like, this is, this is the best. I mean, mom's coming to school. Kids love it. I mean, I told my daughter this week, I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to start coming. Like, I'm going to put on your uniform. I'm just going to start coming. She's like, mom, <laughs> do not ever. Like, what? I look like I'm 12. I can fit in. She's like, no, mortified. So just fun all around. So I'm sure I'll have some funny stories about that. So, all right. So much love. I cannot wait to talk to you again soon. Uh, send me a message. Send me your ideas for my anniversary. And um, send me some ideas for my next podcast too. I'd love to hear from you. Okay. Love you. Bye.